Welcome back to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. On this week's show, we're going to bring some perspective to the economy. Now, I know that when you wake up every morning and you hear or you read what's going on in the news, there's some anxiety there. There may be some apprehension to start new things. I want to bring some clarity to that situation today. I want to help us understand how this thing affects us and what we should or shouldn't be doing in the midst of economic uncertainty. On this week's show, I invited an actual economist. That's right. You will remember Ian Johnson from an earlier episode when he talked about executive presence. Ian is going to tell us his thoughts and his perspective on this thing called the economy. It is time. It is time. It is time to get on a bus because class is in session. This is episode 128 of the School of Hard Knocks podcast, and it starts now. Thank you for listening to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. This show is about personal development for business success. Not only do we tell the stories of successful people in order to create more successful people, we want to help you turn your thoughts and ideas into reasonable, rational, and profitable action. This show is about my life experiences, your life experiences, and how we can work together to become the best versions of ourselves. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and most importantly, challenged. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the School of Hard Knocks podcast, your host, Mark W. Knox. Thank you for joining me on another week of engaging content. I feel like this week I did us all a favor. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 since we spoke last, since we spoke last, last, uh, last Monday, you know, a lot has transpired um, in the world. Right. You got the whole Russia, Ukraine situation, um, you know. The economy is, I mean, it's everything is just kind of like, ah, you know what I mean? The lasting effects of of a pandemic, um, it, it, it's everything is just rattling right now, to be honest. And I wanted to get some perspective, like I wanted to get some actual professional perspective on the economy um, because we wake up every every morning or you, as often as you monitor the, the, the news and you hear you know, economy, 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 economic impact, so on and so forth, price at the pump. I mean, you hear all of these things, inflation, and I wanted to bring some reality to those topics, right? I wanted to bring some 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 humanity to those topics because when we hear them on the news, yes, and as as my guest um, this week, you'll hear in the interview, will will say a lot of those issues are very macro, meaning, um, you know, sometimes they can be so large that they don't necessarily you don't necessarily feel the impact of those right personally right away um it, it takes some time but there are also some aspects of what's going on right now in the world that do hit you more directly and, and he's going to talk about that so what i did was i went ahead and i i pre-recorded an interview um it's a quick conversation really with uh mr ian johnson now you would remember ian johnson from earlier episodes um where he talked about executive presence. Right. And in that he mentioned that he is a legitimate professional uh, <laughs> economist. His job is to understand what's happening and then try to make adjustments to get the best possible outcomes going forward. Right. From an economic standpoint. So he, he has a lot of different 
measures that he looks at. He will mention a couple uh, today. Some you've probably heard of some maybe you, you you've not heard of, but there's some things that he wants us to pay attention to. And there's some trends that, um, he, you know, he feels pretty strongly about. So I wanted to go ahead and again, get his take, get his perspective on what we can do, what we should be doing and maybe what we should not be doing uh, in this particular season of economic uncertainty. Right. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce Mr. Ian Johnson uh, to the show via this um, this Zoom interview that, that we did earlier in the week. So excuse some of the audio. It's a little rough, but I think you will be the better for listening to this. So uh, enjoy. We, we we wake up pretty much every morning for the past few months and all we see and hear are different aspects of everyday life, whether it be pandemic, whether it be, of course, you know, uh, the Russia, Ukraine situation, um, inflation, you know, mm-hmm. product shortages. We, we hear all of these things. And then we hear this this word, man, that obviously you are traditionally educated in, but most of us have no idea what it means. And that word is economics and economy. Mm-hmm. Right. So I wanted to get your take on kind of the state of where we are. Um, but I want you to frame it in terms of the individual. Right. Like, what does it mean for the everyday person? Uh, what's going on and what, what really what should we be doing to try to to try to survive this stuff, man? No, that's a good question. So, you know, the most important thing from a like kind of very micro level, or if you think about an individual household uh, that I'm watching right now, at least is inflation, right? So the idea that the price of a product is, you know, five to 7% more than it was in the previous year. And actually one of the major measures of inflation um, actually climbed at, a, at the fastest pace since 1982 last month. So if you think about, you know, month over month inflation between January and February, we actually had the fastest rate of inflationary change since 1982. So um, that's scary. You know, part of that is that the idea of, of interest rates and the Fed rate that the Federal Reserve sets is just extremely low right now still. So um, money's cheap, which I think they're going to correct throughout the course of the year. Um, but yeah, inflation would probably be number one in terms of things to watch. Uh, it's tough to say what you can do against inflation because unless your cost of living adjustment that you get for work annually equals inflation, which oftentimes it doesn't, then essentially you're starting to lose money, right? So there you just kind of hope that things kind of start to balance themselves out. Um, you know, the other thing, again, watching that that Fed rate, uh, that kind of trickles down into, um, it's not one-to-one. So the rate they set isn't the rate you're paying on your mortgage, but mm-hmm. going to like the formula of what determines that rate that you end up paying. So still watching um, the real estate market and seeing what that's doing, uh, trying to figure out if there is some form of a bubble horizon. You talk to some economists and they think there's, uh, you know, where we're at a point where we're going to see a bubble burst. And I hate that time now because, 
we lived through 2008 and saw like the yeah. worst. And right. I think what people, and especially your listeners, need to realize is that you know recessions are part of the economic cycle, and every recession isn't the 2008 recession. Actually, yeah. we had another recession in I think it was 14 or 15. It was just a slight dip before we mm-hmm. kind of went on this red high thing we're on right now. So. I mean, recessions happen. So if, if a bubble bursts in real estate, it's not the 2008 bubble where you were betting on um, these these type of loans for people who probably couldn't pay them back. So, yeah, uh, you know, that's another thing to watch with inflation. You know, everything else is just it, it's more macro. Right. So supply chain shortages, that's going to continue throughout the year. And that's the reason you can't find what you're looking for on the shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of in Ukraine, if if that conflict turns into an actual like fallout war of sorts, what that means for the supply chain. Like, I don't know if, you know, TVs and PlayStations continue to take priority over um, materials needed for a conflict. Right. So right. that'll be interesting how that all shakes out as well but um the other key thing you watch is um manufacturing in the united states right so like the manufacturers index and i that would that's not something i would expect most people to want to watch but if you're reading anything and you hear about the manufacturers index versus a prior month or a prior year it might just be interesting to see just because that's kind of one of the the largest leading indicators of where we're headed. You know, usually the manufacturers index gives us about a, a nine to 12 month view of what the economy and what GDP is going to look like in the future. So um, that's probably the other kind of thing you would watch. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I'm sorry, one more, oil. Oil, of course, uh, Brent crude, I think it's at $105 right now, which is, um, anything over 100 is really high for black crews. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we get, I think it's like 500,000 barrels a day right now from Russia to the United States of oil. So you can imagine that's going to probably dry up at some point. So you start wondering if um, some of those pipelines that, um, yeah. that as a country historically we don't want to approve. Right. Right. And I mean, I think that's probably the the quickest and most direct impact that most of us will see. I mean, you you, you hear this this term price at the pump, price at the pump. Right. You, you're paying more for gas, you're paying more to heat your home. Um, and that's like a direct like you said. It's a lot of stuff that's macro, but that situation, as far as how much money it costs to fill your gas tank, you 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 feel that pretty quick, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that really leads me to my next question for my for my entrepreneurs out there, right? From everybody who does um, service based businesses all the way up to to actual tangible goods, you know, when is it appropriate to raise your prices? Hmm. Um, I think it depends on the service, right? Because you know, I think about business. There's, there's certain businesses that thrive in recessionary times, actually, right? So, um, I think if you are 
like think like think of your consultant that, that works with companies looking to divest parts of their business, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe in recessionary times, you're starting to look at what do I need to divest, and now as a consultant, your business is booming, right? Right. Which, maybe if you're now a consultant who helps people launch new product lines, it might not be a great time for you to you know start raising your prices because. I don't see a lot of new product launches happening in recessionary times. Yeah. Um, so I think it all depends on your particular business. Um, just understanding that the economy will probably throughout 22 into early 23 be flat to maybe even a very, very mild recession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think a lot of times, you know, entrepreneurs, small business entrepreneurs struggle with the fact of raising their prices because, for for example, service base that doesn't use a lot of um, that doesn't use a lot of products, right? That low overhead is is relatively low or it's relatively stable, whether it's you're paying rent or whatever. Versus, mm-hmm. let's say you're a carpet cleaning company and you have to buy a bunch of chemicals and the price of the chemicals went up, so naturally you have to pass that that cost on to the consumer, right? right. The, op- the opposite of that being somebody that's in a you know a barber that doesn't use a ton of products whose cost really has been the same, right? The rent mm-hmm. didn't go up, um, electricity maybe a little bit, but whose cost has been the same. I think they just struggle with the fact that eventually you're going to have to raise your prices to, to kind of match what's going on in the economy. And just like you said before, with inflation, you know, you, your money is naturally just worth less than it was before. So you got to compensate, right? Well, um, and- Add to the fact that oftentimes most small businesses and entrepreneurs aren't correctly pricing their business anyway, right? Anyway, that's yeah. often a problem is that you're already under where you probably should be mm-hmm. from a pricing mm-hmm. perspective because you're worried people aren't going to accept you like that rate. You're worried people are going to say, I'm not paying that, et cetera. But yeah. if you're already, you know, let's call it 20% under where you should be priced. And then you're not thinking about inflation. Now you're really 30, 40 percent of what yep. you probably should be getting. Um, yep. So no, I mean, I don't think you I think you take the recession or you take a, a time like now where it's flat to take a look at uh, what you what you think you could be getting and, and, and start maybe even taking a look at floating something out under the guise of uh, inflation. You know, I kind of yeah. that's the one thing that kind of gives you a little bit of an excuse to try something in terms of like a, a small price increase is that right now that word is on everyone's mind and everyone's lips. So it, it wouldn't throw anybody <laughs> off to hear that something costs five percent, ten percent more. Yeah, I think it's I think it's natural, man. I think it's natural. So I, I, I remember um earlier in our conversation, I you know, I asked you, you know, what what are some things that we could possibly do? And, and you was like, hey, I mean, it's not a whole lot you can do, right? It's just, it, it kind of is what it is. The question is, um, and of course, this is a little bit of a predicting the future situation. Where's the, where's the max? Where's the bottom before um, we're in a situation where people just can't survive? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got people that are living at or below the poverty line right now which I don't know what the poverty line is. It used to be $18,000. It's probably more than that now. But at or below the poverty line that are seeing gas prices go up, they're seeing rent go up, you know, loaf of bread, gallon of milk, 
so on and so forth. Where's the floor for, for this stuff? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good question. Um, I don't know if we know. I think what we can conclude right now is that you have a, um, in America, you have a, a Democratic president with a Democratic um, uh, legislative body that in 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 historic times, you know, even going back to the New Deal, has traditionally been willing, more willing to act as a safety net mm-hmm. for the country in that way to say, okay, this is getting too out of hand. We're going to put forth some type of program, a stimulus of some sort, right? Yeah. That is going to act as a safety net so this doesn't get out of control. So, you know, I don't know what that bottom out is, but I do... I can see a world where the the government says at some point, no mas, this is too much. Let me yeah. step in with whether it's another stimulus package, something to kind of act as a safety net to prevent um, another bottom out of the economy totally. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to predict what that is, I mean, like you said, everything just continues to go up. I think you see some stabilization as the Fed raises interest rates that makes uh, paper uh, more expensive than it has been, which then hopefully eases uh, inflation, which is kind of the the, the number one priority right now. I think you got to ease inflation. And then from there, you know, I think we're just now starting to have to live with a lot of the stuff we've we've dealt with over the few years or, or last yeah. few years. So, I mean, sure. you figure the moratoriums they put on or had put on renters not having to leave out and not pay rent. That's mm-hmm. going to come to roost, right? So you got all these people who couldn't pay their mortgages on maybe second or third houses they were using as rental units. So now mm-hmm. that comes, uh, the, the, the student loan bubble is still there. Like, so there's all these things that's just still kind of starting to come to head. COVID. Yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, I, I I can see a world where the government ends up stepping in again. Yeah. Wow. All right. Last question, man. I appreciate your time, but uh, you know, as uh, as entrepreneurs, as as even corporate business leaders, right? What mm-hmm. types of moves should we be avoiding right now? And then, what types of moves should we be trying to make? I'm talking about maybe starting a new company, like you said before. Maybe, maybe, or maybe not launching a new product, right? Um, we already talked about raising prices, maybe hiring people. Like, like, what types of moves should we be avoiding right now? Yeah, I would, I would say you probably need to be very cautious about new product launches right now, um, unless it's something to fit like a market you've just well researched and know that you can handle and control in a time of a you know if we go into a recession mm-hmm. uh hiring i probably would say the mark like the the job market is still extremely hot right yeah that's the thing is that like if you look at everything from consumer price index to hiring um uh, inventory like stuff is still red hot so if you can do something very much in the short term i would say i would say do it um, yeah. You know, I think this is a good time to start thinking about 
um, like your financial portfolio? Like, what are you actually in from a like a, a index perspective? Like, are you in the right mm-hmm. type of funds on um, that, mm-hmm. that can survive if if something goes awry? Um, I think you avoid real estate purchases for the next year. Still, I think those are like that. Still, very red hot. I think people are still yeah. putting in over asking on. Yeah, um, it's still ridiculous out there. Yeah, it's yes. still ridiculous for that. Um, let me see. I would probably not not that you can find them regularly, but I would probably avoid a a new car purchase right now. Also, <laughs> uh, that's probably the other thing. But yeah, finding it and finding the car is probably just as difficult. Um. You know, I, and again, like going back to what I said before, starting a business, it's tough to tell, it's tough to tell any, well, any entrepreneur not to start a business. That's just the mindset of an entrepreneur. It's like, I don't care. Like, it's almost that right. ignorance, ignorance that allows you to be great is that you don't care about yeah. what's going on around you. I'm going to do it. But right. um, I would just say like, pay attention to, or as you're putting together your performer or your model, model maybe the next year year and a half of like a, a rocky economy or unstable economy before you start to see growth like i would just put that into your plan like i wouldn't expect like if you were expecting to make point or make profit in three years that might be four and a half now right in yeah. your in your model yeah might just have to plan for it right absolutely yep yeah, as much as cool. Can, that's I mean, I appreciate again, I appreciate your time, man. I appreciate the insight on everything. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, Ian Johnson, our resident economist. I can't remember what episode you was on before. I know it was in the it was in the top twenty somewhere. So yeah, I was like sixteen, I think. Yeah, it was. It, there you go. Yeah. It was. It was. It was back in the day. Um, but we we appreciate your insight, of course, as always. Uh, and yeah, man, let us know, you know, going forward, if it's anything we need to be watching out for, because again, we, we hear buzzwords, we hear all these things, um, you know, on the news, we read things in, in the news every single day. Uh, and a lot of it, we just don't know how it applies to us unless they start to say price at the pump. Right. I mean, that's really what, what it comes down to. So appreciate you, man. Any closing thoughts? Oh man, just, uh, buckle up the next year, year and a half is going to be crazy. Um, you know, hopefully we can get through COVID. Hopefully we don't end up going to war. Uh, hopefully our supply chain starts to balance out and we start to see um, the products we need and love on the shelves. And then hopefully the price at the pump doesn't get too bad th- this summer, especially for you RVers. I'm already looking at my long trips and I'm like, all right, I got to I gotta double my fuel budget because it's, it's getting crazy. I, like I said, I don't know where to, I don't know if it's five bucks where I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to Myrtle Beach for five bucks a gallon. You know, I don't know. I don't know what that well, looks at some like. Point, at some point, it's like, do you just fly it? Right? At some <laughs> point, <laughs> do you just fly and stay in a hotel? Because it might, yeah. you know, might end up to be cheaper. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah. All right, all right man. Appreciate you. Have a all good right. one. You too. All right. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the School of Hard Knocks podcast. Appreciate Mr. Ian Johnson for coming on and sharing his perspective. Listen, just because you don't understand the economy again does not mean that it's not important, does not mean that you should not be paying attention. This is exactly why we do episodes like this, to make sure that our listeners are enlightened and have some idea 
of how to make moves and, and, and how to make sure that they insulate themselves from uh, catastrophe, to be honest. So listen, this has been the School of Hard Knocks podcast. I'm your host, Mark W. Knox. Class is dismissed. Thank you for listening to the School of Hard Knocks podcast. We can be found every Monday on your favorite podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Stitcher. Please subscribe and leave us a review. We can also be found on all social media platforms by searching The School of Hard Knocks. Find us online at www.hardknockspodcast.com. That's hard, K-N-O-X, podcast.com. <laughs>